Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheely, a human in the world, walking a different route from usual. I am walking past the University of the Arts London Wimbledon campus, which has some new buildings with some glass along the front and various sculptures and models and things in the window. It's absolutely beautiful to look through into what the students are doing. Uh, I'm actually on my way to pick up a parcel, so I'm walking a different route from usual. Usually I would be on the bike track over there, but I'm walking along a little bit of road. Uh, So it should be slightly different what I can see directly in front of me today, as usual, but uh, still very interesting nonetheless. I've got a couple of voice notes from Nige to bring you now, and then we'll get into our uh, exploration of the four-day work week. Where are we now? Where could we go next? Welcome to episode two, series 32 of Walk the Pod. Hello, Rach. Uh, If you want to use this in a future episode of the next season, feel free. Uh, just remember when you used to do clarifications, closures, and what the other thing was, corrections. Corrections, clarifications, and closures. I wanted to offer a clarification and correction because you say in your recent series, you said that you really need an hour in your lunch break to be able to get 10 minutes walk away from your desk in nature, blah, blah, blah. And I want to challenge that because I think you'll put people off. I mean, I don't think you actually will put people off. I think your poddy audience is fine. But just in principle, I think you don't need an hour. Uh, it does depend a little bit on your eating strategy, which is maybe what you're getting at, I think. But for me, what I find is I think if you try and have an hour, that's very difficult to achieve a lot of times. Whereas having half an hour or even 15 minutes away from your desk is definitely possible to get out of the desk and into some sort of nature uh, or at least fresh air, you know. Uh, even if it's like a, a terrace or a balcony, like so the office I go to in Canary Wharf has a cafe that's got an outdoor terrace. So at least you can get fresh air, you know, and I can definitely do that in 10 minutes or 15 minutes um, in, in terms of walking time there, lift time, getting a drink and then having 10 minutes outside. But otherwise now, for example, I haven't really got an hour, I've definitely got half an hour and I can take take 20 minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever walk in nature and pay attention to what's directly in front of me. For example, beautiful autumnal colours in front of me right now. I'm back in the UK, in my hometown. And car just came past. Sorry for the slight noise. And, yeah, and then the eating, it's because it depends on your kind of work, right? So, office type people, we can often eat while we're on a Zoom call because you could be mute and camera off and you can still listen into the meeting and contribute between mouthfuls. But you can eat you know at work or you might be able to take your food into a meeting some meetings are okay with that or a workshop or something um or 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 whatever so that's my challenge and correction and closure i hope that's okay but yeah i definitely find sometimes i can only squeeze in 50 minutes but that's still really valuable if i get away from my desk if i get into fresh air in the case today i'm in the woods now just because i'm working from home and there's woods just down the road so at least get there even if it's only really really short time but yeah, that's that's eating at the desk, which isn't very good. 
I know. But it's better than trying to eat while walking. Sometimes I do that. That's not very good either. But sometimes, you know, it's balancing eating versus time away walking versus, you know, whatever. Okay, love you, bye. Oh, I have something very exciting to report for Walk the Pod. I'm out on a lunch break away from my desk in uh, what's actually a private woods. Not mine. We're not that posh or rich or anything. Um, middle class, not, we're not that posh. But just down from where my mum lives in my childhood home is woods. And it's always been open. But technically it's a private woods, or certainly a big part of it is private woods. There is a footpath running through it. So technically, you know, that's public access for a footpath. But that's not the bit I'm in now. The bit I'm in now is more near the road. You can walk into it freely, but there have been signs up uh, saying private, no access kind. So it's very rare you see anyone else in the woods. And I'm out on my lunch break. Now, just the other side of the woods is an office complex. It's quite industrial. I think they like test fireproofing of woods and paints and things like that, doors, you know. They do that kind of fire testing stuff. And, you know, quite a few tens or hundreds of people work there. Um, anyway, so I'm out on my lunch break, walking through the woods, getting away from my desk, paying attention to what's directly in front of me, etc., etc. yada, yada, yada. Walk the pod lingo. And lo and behold, I'm walking through these woods and another bloke comes towards me, like on his lunch break, probably. He looks like he's wearing like a bit of uniform from, from like the company with a logo on it. And he's like walking. And I was like, ooh, he's walking. He's time away from his desk. But of course, I'm too shy to say hello and ask if that's what you're doing. Um, who knows, he might be a murderer. Um, he just t- chose not to murder me this time. So that's quite interesting. I thought he might also be a woods person, like a forester you know, maybe he's working in the woods and maybe he'll tell me off being here, but he didn't. He just said hello in that sort of polite English way where you just go, hello, nod of the head. So I just thought I'd chat because that's very exciting. So it shows that there are other people who do take the time to get away from their work and walk in nature. Isn't that cool? But yeah, I should have really told him about the pod, shouldn't I? Sorry about that. Okay, bye. I love you. Thank you, Nigel. Lovely to hear your beautiful voice, your thoughts on getting away from your desk at lunchtime, paying attention to what's directly in front of you, and well done for not getting murdered. <laughs> I'm sure that person wasn't a murderer, but I also understand that you didn't stop him and tell him about Walk the Pod, because that would have been a very strange intervention indeed in his day, even if not in yours but I really appreciate the walking report and the clarification, correction and closure. And I'm still accepting clarifications, corrections and closures. You can send those to me whenever you feel like it. Because I'm keen to work out what it is we're trying to do here. And I just want to point out, yeah, you, you don't need an hour to walk. But what I'm saying is, if you're putting a slot in your diary... Uh, sort of if you scroll ahead in your diary to when when there aren't any meetings at lunchtime and you're sticking a recurring meeting with yourself in at lunchtime uh, the subject being lunch plus walk or something if you make that an hour then you are more likely to get a little bit of time in nature whereas if you put in half an hour at lunchtime the chances are that's going to get squashed every so often by something that overruns or somebody calling you when you're least expecting it or a meeting being put in or you know one of the things that can happen when you're um trying to get away 
at lunchtime. It's a bit of a mission, poddies, it really is. And I salute anybody who even attempts to do this. Very few people seem to see the benefit of it. Or we've just got out of the habit as a collective species. Um, So I'm here to put the habit back in. If you know anyone who might enjoy taking a walk at lunchtime or might need a bit of a accountability buddy so to do please tell them about walk the pod i'm happy to be in your ear while you're walking indeed that is what i am here for uh i'm here to tell you you're doing great i have a a, a writer heather Havraleski, who i talk about a lot who is my kind of role model mentor she writes to her newsletter mailing list about uh once a week and her point is usually try to find the joy in this imperfect day and it doesn't actually matter uh, whether the day is perfect or not and indeed it never will be um, or whether you're achieving the things you want to be achieving or whether life is going in the direction you want it to be going in or any of those things the point is get out from your uh, in front of your screen get out into nature Pay attention to what's directly in front of you and you might be blown away, you really might be blown away by how paying attention to what's directly in front of you at lunchtime can shift your mindset, it can provide what the philosophers call the 10,000 foot view, uh, which is to say, look, even if everything's on fire in your world and somebody's unhappy with you or disappointed or you feel under pressure at work, um... The world still turns. That ant is still crawling doggedly through the grass, trying to get a bit of leaf to its home. Uh, That tree is still standing there as it has been for the last 450 years. That sky is still grey and mid. It's all still going on. And it doesn't matter what you think is going on in your world. The real world is there to remind you that you're doing okay. You're dressed you're vertical, you're walking, things are going pretty good. And I'm enormously grateful to Heather for doing that, for writing that newsletter every week to tell me things along those lines. So I'd like to be that person for somebody else. Thank you for letting me talk in your ear on your lunchtime walks. I really, really appreciate it. with me dear poddies i'm now walking through ankle deep leaves brown leaves all over the foresty bit on the bike track having got my parcel and returned to my usual stomping ground absolutely delightful to be here so lovely i feel like a hedgehog just swooshing through the through the leaves here on the bike track uh, we didn't even get on to the four-day work week today did we but look it's all over the papers here in the uk the times which has a sort of economic bent wants us to know that with demands for salaries increasing and uh, inflation on the rise, the rapid rise, uh, companies are turning to the four-day work week as a way to attract staff where they can't compete on salary. So if you want to think of it from an economic point of view, that is working for some UK companies. Um, And we'll, we'll go on to discuss some more about it for the rest of the series. I think we're going to have a secondary topic though. Because I don't think this is going to keep us going, the entire series. 
Uh, I would like to propose creativity. I've just read an absolutely brilliant, barnstorming, wonderful book by John Cleese on the subject, which contains so much of what I've already worked out about creativity and so much more that I haven't had a chance to try yet. So I'd be really keen to bring you that. Uh, If you have a a suggestion for a secondary topic for Series 32 of your own, please get in touch with me. And uh, if if listeners have ideas, I'm more likely to go with those ones than the ones I come up with off the top of my head. Walkthepod.com, press the button, monk message, leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice, please, as Nige did. And if you don't want to send me a voice note, you can email rach at rachelwheelie.com. It's been a tonic to get out with you at lunchtime this this gorgeous Tuesday, Poddies. Thank you so much for joining me. Really, really appreciate it. Cannot wait to bring you episode three tomorrow. Take care of your beautiful mind, yourselves and each other. And I'll be back then. <laughs>